Okay, good evening everyone, thanks for joining. So before we get into the halachist of tzedakah and learn about the nature of this mitzvah and the special schusim and people are going to think about they want to give tzedakah and for sure a person should be mekayim this mitzvah I will point out what's brought down, I believe the Kavayashar and it's found in other svarim based on a pasuk of tzion b'mishpat tipadeh v'shavah b'tzedakah that tzion is going to be redeemed through mishpat, through tzedakah but mishpat is, is uh, mentioned first in the pasuk which alludes to the fact that if a person is giving tzedakah, if the tzedakah is being given with, we'll call it uh, money, mammon of gezel, or money that was earned, not following the laws and regulations of chayshem mishpat, then the schusim of tzedakah might not apply to him. So it's something to think about. Tzim b'mishpat tipadeh, first mishpat, then v'shaveha b'tzedakah. Now when he mentioned that we're learning hilchas tzedakah to people, people automatically assume that the sugya of tzedakah will be perhaps meiser ksafim, the concept of giving 10% of one's income. And the truth is, if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't, uh, barely mentions anything about giving meiser ksafim. We'll have to see if there is even a makar in Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah definitely alludes to it. And we'll see, there are many more halachas in tzedakah beyond your classic meiser ksafim questions. Most of those questions are only found in the later achreinim. We'll see why, because it wasn't necessarily the practice to give Meisr Ksafim. So you'll have questions, and we'll get to this. Bez Hashem is Barach. We'll get to the questions of giving Meisr Ksafim as, you know, tuition payments, uh, supporting people in Kailo. We'll go through all the different shilas that people ask, but that's not the bulk of Hilchah Sadaka. Hilchah Sadaka has many simanim, and, and we'll, Bez Hashem will go through what the mitzvah sasei is, what the laisasseis are, all the different halachas regarding the darim that come up in tzedakah, priorities in tzedakah, so there's a lot to learn. Rabbi Reisman points out that typically when we think of chayshem ishbad halachos, we would assume that logical mitzvahs should be very uh, clear and simple. That you would assume the laws of charity should be one page in Shulchan Aruch, make sure you give charity. And that's what we would assume. We would assume the halachas of, let's say, uh, malicha, that would be complicated because nobody knows what they're doing. And in fact, it's usually the opposite, where, let's say, hilchah sadaqah has many simanim, more, than, more simanim than, let's say, hilchah's basa b'chalav. Because things that we assume are ethical and have value, it's not necessarily based on our own opinions. It has to do with the dine hatayra, the ratzana kadesh baruchu. So, these halachas are intense. There are many different halachas, shailas that come up. We will talk, about Hashem, just to give you an example of, of a Maisek Safim shaila, very common shaila, which is a 1031 exchange. For those that know, they know. For those that don't know, they should be zeichen one day to do this. Basically, you're selling your real estate assets uh, uh, you know, at a, at a gain, and you don't want to take that gain because you're going to be paying taxes. So there's a, in, in the tax system, the IRS allows you to roll it into another investment if that was the legal tax system. Thank you, my asset manager. <laughs> One day, Avi. Uh, so so uh, the legal tax system allows you to, to, um, to pick an asset that you're going to be closing within X amount of days, and you're rolling it over. Now, the question is, if someone made money on that, is that considered that they had a capital gain? In the, you know, regardless of what the IRS is telling you, maybe I made, I sold a building for $100 million, I made 50 on it, and my chayef to give $5 million of Meister today. The problem is I'm rolling all of this money into the next building because I don't want to pay any taxes. I'm deferring the taxes to, uh, you know, Achar Meav Asrim. So is there a chayef of Meister Ksafim at this, at this point? Many questions like that. We'll get to Be'ezus Hashem. Okay, so let's begin the... Sugya of Tzedakah, we will begin with the Pasuk, with Chumash, the Pasuk and Chumash in Parshas Re'eh, 
This is Perek Tesvav Pasuk Zayin. There are a few Pesukim here. And you'll see there are a number of Lavin or a mitzvah saseh that go on. So if there's an evyoin in your community, so you see a lav right away. Don't don't harden your heart from having rachmanas in him. Don't close your hand. Don't hold yourself back from giving tzedakah. So it seems like right off the bat, we have a lav, perhaps two lav, one is not allowed to hold back from giving tzedakah. The pasuk continues, you should open your hands to him. You give him a loan, perhaps. Another detail in tzedakah, we will spend perhaps an entire shear on this. There's a mitzvah saseh deraisa to make sure that the Oni gets what he needs. The Gemara Subas talks about this. He needs a horse, he needs a, whatever he needs. You don't have to make him a wealthy person, but whatever he needs as part of his uh, daily life, there's a mitzvah to give him. Continues the Gemara, the, continues the Pasuk, You're nervous about what's going to happen in the future, you don't give him. Then you're going to have an Avera. Here's another important halacha, an Isser Lav. Meaning, even if you're Giving, make sure you don't do it with a yera uh, lave, with pain, that maybe I'm losing my money. Why? As the Pasuk says, Ki because of this thing, Why are you afraid that you're giving up on your, on your, uh, your capital? Because of this, this is why Hashem gave you the 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 bracha. So those are the psukim. You see many different ideas in these psukim of not only the mitzvah to give. There's a loisah say of holding back. There's even mitzvahs of how to give. Make sure you don't give it. Uh, you should give it uh, uh, with with a happy with the besaver upon him. You should give it in a simcha in way. There's a gemar kedushin alludes to this by Hilchas Kibarav, and there's even a havtacha kibagalal hadavra zei vurecha Hashem likecha v'chol maasecha v'chol mishlach yedecha. So with that being said, we will spend some time learning these mitzvahs. Now I want to point out before we begin, and that is that there are two different halachas in tzedakah. There's what most people talk about which is regarding Maisek Safim, and you have the Shilohs of 1031 exchanges, tuition, um, all different questions of, of my tax return, do I need a special uh, Maisek Safim IRS form to figure out what's deductible? Those are excellent questions in Maisek Safim itself, and that we'll get to at a later time. For now, we're going to discuss the Mitzvah Sasei De Araisa of giving tzedakah, and the Loi Sasei of not giving tzedakah. So the Mitzvah Sasei, Seems like there's a mitzvah to give. There's a mitzvah to give. Whatever he needs. And we'll see what that means in the coming weeks. Today I want to discuss the lav. We'll start with, you know, the Pasuk starts with the lav. The Isser Loisasei. Don't harden your heart and don't close your fist from your brother, the poor person. So we know that when it comes to Isuri Lavim, for example, let's say there's an Isser, a person is not allowed to eat uh, chazer. Okay, let's say a person is stuck somewhere and the only kosher meat available is a million dollars a pound. And he has a million dollars to his name. The halacha is, Alpipashtas, without going through all the different details in the sugya, a person would have to give up all his money in order to keep himself from violating uh, Isser loisase. So 
Many Mepharshim ask, we know when it comes to tzedakah, as we'll see inside, that a person typically does not have to give more than a fifth of his money for to, to be mekayim this mitzvah. I it says loy sameitz es levavcha loy sikpatzis yadcha. There's an iser lav of ignoring the ani. So perhaps a person would have to give up all of his money in order not to violate this lav. So there are many different terutzim. Perhaps there's a terutz that you're not over the lav once you give something. Maybe once you give something, there is no iser lav, and therefore there's never a situation where you have to give up all your money, just give something. We'll see, perhaps, perhaps when we get to uh, the, the shochnarch, perhaps that would be a uh, way out. But there are two classic terutzim, which are yesoidistika terutzim, not just in Hilcha Sadaka. Number one, whenever you find a lav and an assay together, very often the lav is simply piggybacking, and sh- piggybacking on and strengthening the assay. The assay is to give tzedakah. And we're going to see next week, Be'ezus Hashem, that the mitzvah assay is to only give what you could afford. For some reason, there's a special din when it comes to this assay that kefihas sagas yadai. We'll see that in Shulchan Aruch, based on the Rambam. There's a limit to how much a person is mechuyiv to give. And if, I'm, if I don't have this chiyiv, so the lois assay never kicks in. The lois assay is only when I have a mitzvah assay. Not only do I have a mitzvah assay, I also have a lois assay. But if there is no mitzvah sasei, for whatever reason, for whatever prat we'll see next week, in, in the exceptions of when you're chayiv in this mitzvah, the lay sasei falls by the wayside. That is one, you said this to Teretz, we find this in other places, and I don't recall offhand, but we find it, I remember seeing this in different places in, in, in halacha, where you have a mitzvah sasei and a lay sasei that are attached to each other. We don't say you have to give up all of your money in order to uh, stop you from violating this iser. There's another yisait, perhaps this is even more accepted, and that is that perhaps the iser, the only time you have to spend all your money is when the lav would entail a kumbase of actually doing something, of eating chazer. But to simply do nothing, perhaps there is no din that a person would have to give up all his money in order not to be over an iser lav b'shev v'altasa. So that is the two classic terutzim to this question. There are many other Mahalchim, as we'll see, as we get into what exactly the, the mitzvah, the nature of this mitzvah tzedakah is, perhaps you will or I will come up with other terutzim of how to understand why this lav is different than any other lav. Now, the basic understanding of the lav of Leisa'amet says levavcha v'leisikpot says yadcha. If you look in the Rambam and it's quoted in Shulchan Aruch as well, uh, they say that the Pasuk says, there's an iser lav if a person closes his eyes from giving tzedakah and comes along the Rambam this is based on a brisa in Ksubis and above a basra someone who closes his eyes from it he's called someone a blial abomination it's as if he worships now we can imagine why if you look in the Pasuk that's a question. Why is it Ki'ilu Oyved Avodah Zarah? He just violated a lav. And we said this is a lower level lav. You don't even have to give up all your money. The Pasuk says, the Pasuk says that if a person is, is, Yera Levavcha Besitchalo, that's even if you give it, but Ki Beglal Hadavra Recha Shemalekecha, that don't think the money is yours. The money is simply a Pikadan given to you to give out to people. As the Torah explains, the Archashochan says, the Archashochan says that Hashem is really the borrower in this situation. You're giving tzedakah and Hashem will pay you back. If a person doesn't give, it's as if he doesn't have confidence. He doesn't want to invest with this group, with this group called God. He doesn't uh, feel comfortable that he's going to get a return. 
return, and therefore he's not giving. He's not giving tzedakah. So that's why he's called Oyved Avad Azara. If you look in the Chavis of Avos, yeah. So where in the Pasuk are you assuming that you have to give everything he's asking? It says de whatever he needs. It says that in the pasuk. Yeah, it says in pasuk ches. Give him whatever he needs. The guy needs a million bucks. You have it. Papi yes. Now we have to figure out why we're allowed to not give everything in one shot. So we'll see that next week. Maybe there's only a din of that when you're the only one on the island. Yeah, there are Hashem talks about the Dachinoyam, it's just impossible, Apiswara. Yeah, so we have to see. Maybe if you're on an island somewhere and there's no one else that could give him this, then that's when this din would actually apply. But typically he's someone who's Khajal Apsachim, and therefore you don't have this limitation. So there are many different details before you get to the Khiv Daraisa of, of actually giving him Demach Surashi Echsaloi. But if you do give, there is a key in Masay. So going back to Fisher, Yankee Fisher told me a few minutes ago a story. Calls him a girl, but somebody came he sold his everything here, his business or his whatever, and he had a couple million dollars. He asked the rabbi, what can I do with it? I saw your bill for your son. What should I build with it? I said, I can't help you. He says, why can't you help me? Because I built it without money. I never had money huh. to build it. So you come with money. I don't, know what to, I don't know how to tell you. I didn't have money when we built it. So That's funny. Idea. He never had any extra money, whatever. Right. There are stories of Tzadikim of Rebbe's, yeah, they used to give out everything they had. They saved from the, 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 the Tasha Rebbe. He, uh, they re- refinanced some of the buildings that he had in order to pay off something. And then that, that day, he gave it away. He gave all the money away, and the Askanim were very upset. But he said, don't worry, there's still, there's still time. Hashem has time, you know, the next couple of days, and I'm sure they found the money. So... Every last penny was given away. Yeah. Rav Nachman, in many places in his Svarim, he talks about this as a high level of Hasidus. The person should only uh, live for today. And don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is, uh, will happen tomorrow. And Hashem will take care of you tomorrow. It's a very high level of, of, um, of Yiddishkeit, of Hasidus, of Edith Hashem. I was just mentioning, the Chavos of is at the end of Sharbi Tachan, I believe it's in the last parak. he says that, that a person, many people, they, they say to themselves that, I'll be an Ever Hashem, I'll do the right thing, I'll learn more, I'll daven more when I have the money. When I get the money, then I'll do it. So he says it's as if you are going to, uh, you're, go, you're, you're lending money to someone and you need a big mashkin. Meaning, I don't trust that you're going to pay me back. So I need a big mashkin, a big security. I need to uh, have collateral, put a lien on the property because I don't trust that you're going to actually pay back. He says that, that's a lack of betachan. A betachan, someone, a bala betachan, trusts that Kaddish Baruch Hu could, could pay him back. He doesn't have to make deals and take uh, take loans. Hashem, when you give me all this money, then I'll do it. Don't worry. Hashem is neman who so see a similar concept. Perhaps that's the reason why uh, and a person should be very careful. He continues, I'll just read what he says. He says, Perhaps the Ani is going to, uh, who's asking for money. The story the Gemara tells us by Nochem Mishkamzu that he didn't give money right away to the Ani and the fellow died. Then he, uh, okay, so you have this Isser of and if you don't give, you're considered a Bliyal. So the question is, is that true? Do I have to give every single person that comes to me? So we're going to see this based on a Pasuk at Tehillim. It could be there's an Indian of giving at least a pruta to each person. But now we're just dealing with the, the mitzvah daraisa. 
It sounds like you cannot close your eyes to a person who's asking. So does a person have to give every single collector in shul, every person that knocks on his door at his office, every person you see in the grocery store that's collecting money? When does it end? What if a person gets uh, solicitations in the mail? What if you get uh, text messages, emails, WhatsApp? What if you're following other people's WhatsApp statuses? So now that you saw the status, does that mean I am a chuyiv to give? Because kolamalim eid of mimenu is nikrobliyal. So how do we understand this iser and why we do what we do, so to say? So let's let's see the various hetherim mentioned in the paiskim. Also, well, well, what's minimum donation like if these people come to shul and it's like a legit, you know, he's not a faker, you know, it's a legit cause. So let's assume a pruta. We'll see the mitzvahs I say next week that there there wouldn't be a mitzvah to give him the entire amount because he's choyzer al He's someone who's going around collecting. So it's not your chiyev. There wouldn't be a chiyev for you specifically to give him everything. There's, he's choyzer al I'll give my part, which is a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you're able to give, a dover muet, that would be fine. But the question is, let's assume we have to give at least a pruta. Let's assume... Do, if I don't give a dollar to each person, or 50, whatever a pruta is, bismanaseh, am I over all of these isurim? So, first of all, there's a question in halacha. This is a discussion that Choynim, trying to figure out what the Rishonim said. If you look at the, the Rav Chaim Kanievsky, that's all, he wrote svarim on, on the Rambam in Zram. He wrote many svarim. When he became famous, they, they asked, they, he said, I, I assume I'm famous from my svarim, and nobody ever heard of his svarim, but he writes beautiful, he has beautiful svarim on different uh, sections of halacha, mostly things that nobody ever wrote about. So he has a sefer called Derech Hamuna. Derech Hamuna has, is on Rambam Zra'im. One of the interesting halachas in Zra'im is Hilchas Matnas Aniim, because you could imagine Peya, Leket Shecha Peya, Matnas Aniim, and in that you have in Parag Zayin and later Prakim, you have the halachas of giving tzedakah. So over there, he brings uh, what does it mean that you are malim of mimena? You closed your eyes from him. So, <clears throat> so the uh, the uh, Chavetz Chaim brings down. I bring I bring you a few more Number one, perhaps you're only over the lav when the ani is toivoy. The ani asks you specifically, Mr. Schwartz, can you please give me some money? But let's say he just is in shul collecting. He never asked me. I close my eyes, maybe leave on middle of Shemonesrei. He never asked me, so I would be putter. That's uh, number. That's that's the, that's a hat to number one. However, others argue the Rishon Letzion, which is a which is a halacha sefer on Yeridea, written by the Arachayim Akadosh. He wrote the sefer Rishon Rishon Letzion. He says, even if you know that he has a, a need, there's a there's a there's a ani that's tsarich letzedaka. He is also over belav. You're over a lot by simply knowing that there's an ani that needs tzedakah. It's not clear if that would apply, you know, someone at the other side of the world. Is it only b'nei ircha? But, but he definitely holds that it doesn't have to, he doesn't have to ask you specifically uh, being tevea you for money. What's the time frame? I mean, is it the minute? Uh, you can't give him in a week? What's, what is that? When is he over this lot? I guess what, when the tzarech is. If he's making a wedding in three months, so as long as you're giving at some point, that would be fine. L'chaira. Whenever the need is up. I would assume so. That's what I would assume. He gave him yesterday, you got to again. That's another question. So if it's a new need, so then yes, it's a new need. I gave him food yesterday, now he needs food again for, for today. But if it's the same need, the person can say no. You wouldn't have to, um, you already gave. You already gave for that cause. Okay, now there are other, other uh, shitas. The Rashba is quoted. This is the Rashba in Shvuas. The Rashba says that that, um, sorry, I'm just trying to find it in this footnote here. 
he says that only if he, oh, again only if he's you that's the shita sarashpa as well and it's machlekes apayskim another machlekes apayskim when exactly this din applies so it could be some of the time some of the uh, situations where we don't give perhaps technically we would be putter because. Nobody was being tavea us specifically. Although many pais can say, as long as you know, I would assume if someone's if he's in shul already, he made an appeal in shul, that would be considered he's tavea. It doesn't have to be tavea you personally. He came to your shul, your shachris minion, lechari. That would be considered he was uh, tavea. Next, hetter number two, or we'll call, we'll call this potential hetterim. Not every single one would apply, and not everyone, not all pais can agree to all these hetterim. But we'll give a, a list of about 10 different considerations why or when a person would not be over. Number two, let's say the fellow is not collecting for himself. He's collecting for, uh, he's collecting for Mir, right? For Yeshiva's Mir. No, he's collecting for Mir. He's collecting for an organization. Whatever number, we have dozens of organizations, Kananara, and he's collecting for them. So many can say that would also not be considered a, a Nisr Lav if you don't give because you don't have that same Midor Ra of not giving him, he's, he's collecting for someone else. There are poskim that say that it depends, and they, they're mechalic, and it's a very strong svar to say the following. There's a difference between someone who just has an organization, he collects for stam anim, undisclosed people, even if he has people in mind, that would be different than if Ruvain is a shliach to raise money for Shimon. Shimon is in a hospital somewhere, he can't fundraise, so he sends Ruven Ishliach, so the Chayar Shlucha Shalom Kamaisai, he's taking the place, and they bring a, a beautiful Raya from the Rambam, the Rambam and Hilchas Pidyan Shvuyim, there, when it comes to uh, getting people out of jail, so there the Rambam says, if a person doesn't give money to this, he's over this Isser, and over there, the fellow's not, not coming to collect, he's in jail, assuming that's the rules, right, he, has to, he stays in jail, he can't go around collecting bail, so therefore you see that if it's a Shliach Taka, there would be a very strong riot to say that even a shliach, when you deny the shliach, uh, giving, you're not giving him tzedakah, you would be over the iser lav. Next, it's the, it's brought down in one of the story right, books. So that would mean, yeah. So that means that the, the, the common collector comes to shul, he's not collecting for himself. Yeah, guys, yeah, a couple of their notes and they collect it for they have eight kids and this and that. But the, the common guy comes every week. He's uh, he's a paid collector. He gets, he gets Who's he paying? Who's he collecting for? They're collecting things. 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 they like, oh, some of them have got. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. They're saying for organization. But you know it's really for them. So as long as they have the status of it, then... They, okay, it could be it's misrepresentation, and it could be, you know, depending on prioritization of tzedakah, obviously Talmud Torah comes first, and Ericha comes first, so you have to know maybe you would have a difference in halacha regarding that, but even if they're not collecting for who they say they're collecting, but they themselves have the status of an ani, there would be a mitzvah to give them. Another, another, uh, Rabbi Reisman quoted from one of the storybooks regarding Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky. They asked him this question. So he said the following. He said, Rabbi Chaim Oizer, when he was in Vilna, he said that the Gemara says, A person should say Shalom Aleichem. You should be the first one to say Shalom Aleichem to everyone. So he said, back in the day, 
when when I lived in a small shtetl, I would say shalom aleichem, good morning to everyone. But now that I live in the big city in Vilna, I don't. So that was Reb Chaim's answer to this question. Like the joke is that they say that in out-of-town communities, you say good Shabbos to everyone. It's an amazing thing. So the, the in-towners, the people from New York, they say, yeah, because there's 10 people in town. So very nice. You say good Shabbos to 10 people. Imagine saying good Shabbos to 300 people on your way to shul. Okay, fine. Either way, perhaps, this is what Reb Chaim Kanevsky was saying, that if there's two people a day or the like that come and ask you for tzedakah, say, Nechanami, you had this din, but could be that when, when it's just too rampant, you, you, can't, you can't live your life unless, unless you literally have to stop at every street corner, give a quarter to every single person that's collecting, it could be you would have this, uh, this heter based on the vart of Rav Chaim Oysis. That's something else brought down. I, I don't know if we would paskin like this, la'ala but it's something to keep in mind. Another consideration, this is based on the Gemara in, in Bavakama, regarding Pruta Drab Yosef, the Gemara that talks about how if a person's a Shemir Sachar, and, and, sorry, he's a Shemir Chinam, but there could be a situation where he's actually getting paid to watch, because he might save money that he's busy watching the animal, that he's going to save the Pruta Drab Yosef of Oisik V'mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah. And for some reason, this is one of the classic sugyas of Oisik V'mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah. Someone who's in the middle of doing a mitzvah is Pater from giving tzedakah. So you have this concept of Oisik V'mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah. If you look in Simon Sadi Beis, the Magan Avram says during laning or during Chazar Sashatz, I believe the Prima Gadam adds during Chazar Sashatz, if a, a person would come collect, since you are Oisik V'mitzvah, for sure, if you're davening Shemineserim, you are being Oisik V'mitzvah, you will be Pater Mina mitzvah, pater from giving tzedakah because you're oisik mitzvah. A few things to point out. Number one, the Hesayrus Chuva was an inical of the, uh, I believe, the Chassam Seifer. He was a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer. He brings down that perhaps even do, during Psukah de Zimra, we see that even ancillary mitzvahs, even mitzvahs de Rabbanon, mitzvahs that are not even a real mitzvah itself, but it's part of a overall mitzvah de Rabbanon, oisik mitzvah, pater mina mitzvah. So perhaps even during Psukah de Zimra, you'd be pater. They say. Yeah, so it's, it's, if you're oisik mitzvah, oh, so it's the same answer that the lav only kicks in when when I'm when I'm potter from the uh, when I'm chayiv in the mitzvah. It's the same side and you arrive from pruta de rav yosef. They bring down, I believe, the maseres moshe or other other uh, sources regarding the anhogas rav moshe Feinstein. He would put out a few dollars or a few quarters before davening so that the aniyim would take and he wouldn't be disturbed. I will point out that a person should, shouldn't be uh, from, all of a sudden he's from, he's talking the whole davening, and then when the fellow who's collecting money, oh, he's oisik b'mitzvah, patem mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Yodea, you know, machshavos libenu, he knows what's going on, so a person should not use it as an excuse. What about in the middle of learning? Person's in the middle of learning, do we say Oisik Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah? So we're learning Simon Reish Mem Zayin, Hilchas If you go back one page in Yeridea, Simon Reish Mem Vav, Hilchas Tamatayra, in Sif, uh, where is it? It's in it's, it's in Sif Yerches. The halacha is, it's based on the Gemara in, in Yushalmi and Sachim, it's Gemara in Mayir Katan as well. The halacha is, Ha'ilafan of Asiyas Mitzvah of Atamataira. So it depends. In Efshir, the Mitzvah Leyas Zaydeh Cherim, if other people could do this Mitzvah, Leyafsik Tamuda, Vim Lav, Yasa Mitzvah, Yachsal Tarasi. Halacha is, you have to stop learning in order to do a Mitzvah that no one else is able to do. So you have to make a Cheshman. If, if this person, Taka, needs my money, then I would have to stop learning in order to do this mitzvah. There are poskim that point out, and I'll bring perhaps a, a, a riot to this, they say that during Seder, they should not allow the people collecting, it disturbs the entire Seder. Many yeshivas, they do not allow them to come in, sit outside by the coffee room, there's plenty of people that are going outside to make a coffee, you'll be able to make your money. Rav Palm Zetzal and Tarvadas 
had this opinion as well. He brought a raya. He said that if if someone is going against the rules of the establishment, then you don't have to give in tzedakah. He brought a raya from Megillas Rus. It says that Bayaz told Rus, take whatever you want, whenever you want. And he's not talking about his own personal money. He's talking about leket, shikha, pay, whatever he's dealing with. These are regular matanasaniyim. So how could, he, how could he say, oh, take when you want and whatever you want? So obviously, Rabbam said, that even by leket, shikha, and peya, a person's allowed to have hours of operation. I don't want people walking through my field at all times of the day during normal business hours. So when you come at night, I can deny you. You can't come at night. That, that was Rabbam Shita. And he says, let's say you have a business or you have a school, you have an institution where in order for things to work, you can't have people walking in and out at all times. If someone comes in, you don't have to, you don't have to give them. And you're allowed to make normal rules and regulations. He said, don't, and Chavetz Haim says, don't abuse it and make it difficult for people to get access to you. But let's say there are many wealthy people that they just can't give out their cell phone number. They can't. It's just, they, they, they would not be able to live a normal life. Their, re- their phone would go off at all times. So if someone uses their, gets their phone number, he paid off another guy to get their cell phone number, he could say, I'm not giving you because you didn't follow the rules. The rules are you got to email the guy, you got to speak to my, uh, my accountant, whatever his rules are, as long as he's, again, trying to give tzedakah, he's just trying to live a normal life and not be disturbed at all times. That would be a hetter that Rav said that a person could, uh, could rely on. There's another limitzchus that maybe he's a phony, and therefore, there's so many phonies out there. Now, again, this doesn't mean not to give, but perhaps this would be a limitzchus why, why people would not be over the lav. The Birchus Peretz, this is written by the Stipler in Parshas B'Shalach. He talks about the concept of a kafui taiva, someone who, is, so, someone who does not appreciate what you give. And he says if a person, the receiver is obnoxious, and the, he, I believe the way I remember, the way I remember uh, it quoted, he says, let's say they say, this is how much you gave last year, Something along those lines to be uh, to be rude, so to say, and not respectful of your private situation, of your financial situation, that would be enough to say, "I'm not chayav to give you. I'm not being. Uh, I'm not being I'm not being, uh, I'm not being uh, uh, stingy. I, I just can't deal with your kafoi taiv." The stipler gives a hetter that this lav will not apply in that situation. So that is hetter number eight. We'll keep going. Number. I lost my page. One second. Similar concept, right? Okay, one second. I'm trying to find my paper. All right, I lost. I lost page three. So maybe we'll continue. There's a few more interesting ones. I think it's already it's already late. Let's continue with the uh, this sugya of different exceptions to the rule of. And then part two, I would say, of next week's share, we'll get back to the mitzvah. What is the mitzvah of giving? How much to give? Perhaps there's a, a, an allusion to Maisek uh, Safim. Perhaps it's alluded to in the, in the halacha. We'll see. Be'ez Hashem next week.